Amazon's search for its so-called HQ2 is finally over, and we have not one, but two winners. The coveted prize is billions of dollars in investments and the promise of thousands of high-paying jobs over the next few decades. Time will now tell if the reward was worth the risk for Amazon and the winning cities. This is TikTok. I'm Dave Myers. Joining me today is a columnist who covers technology for Bloomberg Opinion, Shira Ovaday. Shira, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks. So for over a year, there was a lot of excitement over where Amazon would pick this so-called HQ2. What exactly were they competing for? So what Amazon said, as you said, in September of 2017, was it was looking for a co-equal headquarters to its home base in Seattle. And it said that it would spend up to $5 billion in construction money on this new office location. And the company pledged to add up to 50,000 jobs over the span of many years. And obviously, that's attractive to a lot of cities to have 50,000 high-paying jobs of the caliber that, that Amazon has. In your column today, you described this whole process as kind of a reality show where these cities were competing for the prize. And so now that we have the, the winners, if you say, what were some examples the cities were trying to show Amazon, like, this is why you should come to my town? Yeah, and, and prize, I think, is really the right term, that Amazon made this a competition among cities in North America. I, I compared it to The Bachelor, that reality TV series. And you saw some pretty silly gimmicks from some places that probably didn't have a good chance of um, landing 50,000 Amazon jobs. Uh, one city in Georgia offered to rename a portion of town after Amazon. Uh, Tucson, Arizona sent a, a giant cactus <laughs> to Jeff Bezos, Amazon's CEO. The company said, sorry, we cannot accept this cactus, and they donated it to a kind of botanical garden. But that was a sign of some of the, the tactics that cities were employing in this kind of bachelor-like reality TV show. And then it got boiled down to 20 cities. And today we learned the news of who the winner was, and it was actually two winners. And it was kind of anticlimactic because we've, we've heard about these two cities for about a week now. It's Long Island City here in the borough of Queens in New York and Arlington, Virginia, outside of Washington, D.C. Let's start with Long Island City. Why did they get picked and what's in it for them now? New York City is is the biggest population center in the United States. Um, it can absorb, in this case, 25,000 workers from Amazon without too much trouble, in theory. Uh, it has a large talent pool, both from existing employees, from the large number of universities in the New York City area. And uh, Long Island City is sort of situated in a nice place that's just across the river from Manhattan and all the you know excitement of Manhattan. There's a lot of transportation infrastructure, subways and roads and ferries and, and gondolas <laughs> um, in Long Island City. It's close to airports. So it does check a lot of the boxes that Amazon had set. And how about uh, Arlington, Virginia? Look, Arlington, Virginia, it, it checks a lot of the same boxes. Again, a, ta a large talent pool in the Washington, D.C. area, including you know, talent in that kind of white-collar job set that Amazon is looking for. That part of Virginia, again, is close to airports. It has um, a large transportation infrastructure. There's a lot of commercial real estate in that area that is attractive to a company like Amazon. So again, there, Arlington met a lot of the criteria. And in some ways, New York City and, and the Washington, D.C. area were both obvious choices. Yeah. And I think you've seen that at some of the cynicism about this competition, quote unquote, that ended in maybe the most obvious spots getting those um, th th those jobs. And another thing that came out of Arlington, 
uh, winning the prize was they also got a brand new city out of it because if you would have googled the city that ended up getting uh, HQ2 half, I guess we could call it, it wasn't there before, was it? Yeah, Amazon made up a um, a, a new name um, that it basically encompasses parts of Crystal City and Pentagon City and part of Alexandria for people who know Northern Virginia. So that was a little bit weird that people woke up in this brand new, I guess, Amazon named city. Um, so you know, welcome, welcome to the new neighborhood, folks. <laughs> in the end, though, why did Amazon split it? We'll never know for sure. Amazon, you know, is a pretty secretive company, and they they keep they keep these things close to the rest. But it did it did seem like it made sense to give people who, let's face it, in this economy have choices of lots of potential places where they could work. And so there are some people who probably prefer to work in New York City, others mm-hmm. who prefer to work in Washington, others who prefer to work in Seattle or elsewhere. So giving people choices makes Amazon potentially a more palatable employer. At the same time, Amazon has faced a lot of backlash in its hometown of Seattle, mm-hmm. that people blame Amazon, which is the largest private employer in Seattle, for driving up housing prices, for making traffic terrible, for increasing the homeless population. So maybe by spreading those 50,000 people across two fairly large places, Amazon can mitigate some of that um, impact, some of that downfall that it has experienced in its hometown. So that in Arlington, it seems like a bigger space to work with. I mean, Long Island City, there's only, there's a finite amount of space. So is Long Island City eventually going to see those problems that Seattle is now having? I think that's the big question now. Is Obviously, there's going to be a lot of benefits from creating attracting a company of the caliber of Amazon and hiring you know pretty high, high paying jobs adding high paying jobs but the question that people have been asking including elected officials in New York City is what's going to be the impact on roads mm-hmm. on an already fractured transit system in New York City on schools, which are already overcrowded in that neighborhood in Queens, um, on sewage systems, which again has been overtaxed in that part of Queens. And so what you've seen already, even before the announcement came, was anxiety about some of the detrimental impact of Amazon coming and bringing all these high paying jobs. Did Amazon walk away from better incentives from other cities in exchange for the proximity that they've chosen? Uh, they did. I mean, look, Amazon is getting between New York City and and Washington something like two billion dollars worth of of incentives to to relocate people or, or to establish these these big offices there, but. It could have gotten better deals if it had gone to places like Newark, New Jersey, which offered you know many billions of dollars uh, in these kinds of tax and other municipal goodies. Mm-hmm. If Amazon set up a shop in their backyard, so this wasn't an entirely financially motiv- motivated decision for Amazon, but they are still getting significant government-backed incentives to come to Arlington and to come to New York City. And speaking of government, it doesn't hurt uh, maybe Jeff Bezos's uh, operations to be that close to Washington, D.C. Yeah, I mean, I think there was speculation from the very beginning of this process that Jeff Bezos wanted to set up shop in the Washington area where he owns the Washington Post newspaper, where Amazon has a lot more business these days because it's coming under increasing scrutiny uh, from politicians mm-hmm. and regulators in 
you know, in the federal government, and um, where Bezos is building a gigantic mansion home. So it probably didn't hurt Arlington that it it was in Bezos's backyard that way. I want to go back to your uh, comment you, you made in your column that this is uh, the Bachelor Amazon. Does Amazon risk anything by making this such a public, over a year long process of courting, having cities court them? What do they risk now? Yeah, I think there's a there's a danger here. So, look to Amazon's credit, they did make this a competition, and they did generate a lot of attention from, frankly, people like me, for having this kind of public, very public auction for this new um, office location, and that might have seemed like a good idea a year ago, but. You can see already the backlash has started that by making this process so public, by making it fairly secretive that a lot of elected officials didn't know, still don't know, what local governments were offering Amazon in terms of incentives to, to build in their yard in their back in their backyards. And by picking the two most obvious cities in the United States um, for these high-paying jobs. It now puts the spotlight on Amazon to really be a good corporate citizen in its new homes and to make sure that it mitigates some of these downsides, again, that have contributed to Amazon backlash in Seattle. Five billion dollars worth of investments, the promise of 50,000 high paying jobs. It all sounds like a pretty good deal on the surface. Is there a buyer beware warning to all of this, though? How will we know Amazon, Long Island City, uh, uh, Arlington, Virginia, this will all pay off in the end? Yeah, I, I suspect that we're going to hear about the downsides as soon as they happen. I, you know, Amazon has made commitments to, uh, and the cities too have made commitments to build up infrastructure, road and and public transportation infrastructure. Um, we'll see what happens there. We have there've already been stories in the local news media about these real estate frenzies, these speculators who are interested in buying up residential real estate in Long Island City and in Arlington, anticipating, oh, there's going to be all these new workers coming. They're going to want to buy or rent a place to live. Let's buy something and and jack up the price for these uh, new Amazon workers. So, you know, look for people who have been priced out of housing Mm -hmm. in those places because of either speculators or real demand from Amazon workers. So, you know, that's some of the downside that we could see and we could start see people complaining about that very soon. Shira, thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. Make sure to follow Shira and her columns on Twitter. She's at Shira Overday. That's a TikTok for today. Thanks for listening. Please head on over to iTunes and let us know what you think. I'm Dave Myers. You can follow me on Twitter at David F. Myers and you can get all your updates 24-7 at TikTok. <laughs>